Podcast Answer Man, episode number 216. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft and this is the podcast about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if, it, if you're a brand new podcaster, if you've been podcasting for many years, or if you haven't yet launched that first episode, there's something we can all do to take our show to the next level. That's right, my friends. It is all about taking things to the next level, especially today. We have a question uh, pertaining to that that's going to we're going to talk about uh, here in a little bit. But I wanted to start things off with the topic of whether or not will somebody listen? Will they really listen to 500 episodes of your podcast? Now, this is something that I wondered recently. I, I released my 500th episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life, which actually is a podcast that got rebranded right around episode number 397, 398. Uh, the first 300 and some odd episodes were titled, or the name of the podcast was um, My Crazy Life. And by the way, that if, if you're checking your iPhone right now, for all those of you who are iPhone users, that was my iPhone that I forgot to mute before I started the recording of today's show. But anyway, um, it, my crazy life. And, and basically this podcast, it was the second podcast I ever created right after my generally speaking weekly lost podcast. And I created it as a place kind of as a podcast that would, uh, would allow me to talk about anything and everything I want that didn't even have an, that didn't happen to have another podcast. And this is the podcast that I put the least amount of effort into when it comes to preparing ahead of time what I'm going to share, when it comes to production quality. Uh, almost almost all the episodes, uh, as, especially these days, are recorded out while I'm walking, uh, Not so I'm not in the studio. Uh, sometimes I try to, well, I almost always try to make sure that I have uh, my Roland R-05 or my, you know, my Edderall R-09 recorder. These days I'm using the Roland uh, for my, ex, you know, outside in the field recording. But um, anyway, if I, if I forget that, sometimes I'll even use the Griffin iTalk application. It's $1.99 for the pro version, uh, for the premium version in, in the Apple App Store. So I, sometimes I'll use the iPhone to record those audio. And, and, and so I wonder... You know, who's listening to this? They're very much stream of thought. Uh, sometimes I have no idea when I hit record what I'm going to say. And, and you know, somewhere around 45 minutes to an hour later, I hit stop. And, and that's what the show is. So when I just finished releasing, uh, recording the 500th episode of this podcast, I wondered, is anybody really listening to all of these episodes? And so I put that question out there. And what I want to do right now is I want to share some feedback that I got 
uh, specifically some audio feedback that I got and share some other feedback and uh, let you figure out uh, the answer along with me. Uh, are people listening to all 500 episodes of Pursuing a Balanced Life, which used to be called My Crazy Life? The first call I'm going to take in here came in from Maggie, and this is what Maggie had to say. Hey, Cliff. Um, this is Maggie from Northern Virginia. I'm calling in for Pursuing a Balanced Life. I just finished listening to episode 500. Congratulations on 500 episodes. It's a lot of podcasts. Um, I, you asked to listen to all of them. I'm about 95% sure I've listened to all 500. It might have been one or two. I might have, been, might have not listened to the whole thing. But I think I've listened to just about, just about all of them. So, um, yeah, just wanted to say that, and congratulations on 500, um, working on the exercise. Oh, the other idea I had for you is, um, when you're doing stuff with your family, take your family out for a walk, or, you know, ride bikes, or something like that, you know, and actually playing basketball, it can be physical activity as well. So, um, yeah, you can kind of come, with, with Matt, you can combine, you know, two of the things, physical activity and your family, so... I just made it for you, um, and I will talk to you later, and actually see you very soon. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, Maggie. Thank you so much for calling in. And by the way, uh, Maggie said, see you real soon. That's because she actually uh, drove down from West Virginia to our gspn.tv community meetup, which we successfully held this past weekend. Although it did not turn out to be a picnic in the park. It turned out to be a really awesome time in our living room. A very cramped uh, living room, but a, but nonetheless, a wonderful time. It, I mean, it was pouring down rating uh, most of the day. So, uh, But we had a great time with those who, who traveled here, and, and oh, I tell you, there's just nothing like having a community meetup, especially with the folks from the gspn.tv community, because they're the most awesome people in the world. Just got to say. But anyway, uh, so so there you go. And by the way, she's talking about, um, I just realized I said, by the way, a lot. Uh, but anyway, uh, she's talking about combining activities, family and physical fitness and, and stuff like that. And that the reason for that is episode 500 of Pursuing a Balanced Life was kind of, uh, it was a topic where I, I kind of asked myself, you know, I find myself you know, pursuing this balanced life. And I had in my mind when I thought of this that, you know, a balanced life is a place where I ultimately get to this 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 place in my journey where where I I wake up and, and on a consistent basis I'm I'm evenly, equally uh, balancing out the different various aspects of my life and, and I'm achieving success you know, relatively well in all the areas and in, in in kind of like a juggler juggling up, you know, all the different things, keeping everything all up in the air uh, in, in this nice flowing motion. And in, in episode 500, I talk about the fact that, you know, pursuing a balanced life is not something, it, it, the, the title of the, the show is, is kind of a great title because it's always about pursuing balance. And, and, and it's not necessarily that, well, you'll never achieve it, but the question is, is, you know, for me, where, how do I decide when to focus on one area of the, over the other? And is that okay? If you're interested in finding out more about what I had to share there, go check out episode 500 of Pursuing a Balanced Life at pursuingabalancedlife.com. But anyway, so Maggie is about 95% sure she's listened to all 500 episodes. Let's see if anybody else is in this club. So uh, we got Anne. Anne, take it away. 
Hi Cliff, this is Anna from Switzerland. I um, was just going to call in and tell you that I have been listening to every single one of your 500 episodes of um, Pursuing a Balanced Life. I started listening in 2007 and I don't know how many podcasts were released back then, but it was still called My Crazy Life. And um, I went back and listened to every single one and I enjoyed every single one tremendously and look forward to the next 500. You're doing a fantastic job. Um, keep up the great work and um, talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, Anna, thank you so much for the feedback. And so there we go. Somebody else who has listened to all 500 and and did you, I don't know if you heard it but it blew me away. She's like I look forward to the next 500. So so obviously somebody out there, you know, more than just one person would be willing to listen to 500 episodes of random thoughts in a very general podcast. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about why I think this is in just a little bit. But uh, before I do, I want to move on to Wayne Henderson, who also called in related to this. So Wayne, take it away. Hey, Cliff. Uh, This is Wayne Henderson from Southern California calling in for the Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast. And yes, I am fairly confident that I have heard every single episode of the My Crazy Life slash Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast and uh, learned a lot of great stuff from those over the years. It's always great to see that one come out. I I listen to quite a few of the GSPN.TV podcasts, but always listen to the Pursuing a Balanced Life uh, usually first off because it just seems to be the, the one that, you know, gets in touch with what's the latest with what's going on with Cliff and that he's uh, sharing with all the folks. Um, Thanks again. Here's to another 500 episodes of Pursuing a Balanced Life. Talk to you later, Cliff. All right, Wayne, thank you so much. And so uh, there you go. Three people who called in right after listening to episode 500 of Pursuing a Balanced Life who said, yes, I either know for a fact that I have listened to all 500 or I am almost positive I've listened to all 500, maybe missed one or two along the way. And then, of course, my great friend from the UK, Richard Emblem, also is in what I call the PABL 500 Club. It's a, it's a very exclusive club of people who know more about me than you would ever want to know. Uh, but so here's the deal. I, and, and not only that, but I, I got a lot of emails from folks as well. P- folks uh, who who basically said, you know what, I, I can't say that I've listened to all 500. There have been times when, you know, there there were times when I was releasing a show on a daily basis, a 30 minute show once a day, every day, like four or five days a week. And uh, there were times when when folks had said that I got eight or nine episodes behind and I decided to just delete and then, you know, keep up from that point forward, which which actually I'm very proud of because a lot of people have a difficult time doing that. I don't know if you know that, but it, it, it's a behavior that I've seen in myself and I've seen it in a lot of other people as well. And matter, matter of fact, I'm way behind on the Jillian Michaels podcast. And and for some reason, I'm having a hard time listening to any of them because I don't have time to listen to all of them. And I want to get caught up, but I'm about four or five, maybe six episodes behind now. And uh, there's a part of me that thinks I should just delete those episodes I'm behind on and just start listening and keep caught up. But uh, yeah, so I, I don't know if you know that, but that's a very typical behavior and one to be thinking about just in case you're thinking about putting out a daily show or a show more than once a week. 
Um, I would almost advise against that uh, because it becomes quite overwhelming uh, for for people to to keep it fitting into their daily routine. You're much better off, I think, getting into somebody's weekly listening or viewing routine routine than you will be their daily routine. Um, uh, just, just some personal thoughts there. But my question is this: Why? Why are people listening to this? Oh, did I say I didn't mention this? But uh, so Fred from Long Island is definitely definitely in the almost PABL 500 club. Uh, and so are a couple hundred other people. I've got a lot of feedback from people who said, you know, I've I've probably listened to over half, if not all but 50 or 60 of them. So why? Why this this podcast that is so low in production value, has no real focus, you know, from episode to episode as far as what I'm going to talk about. I mean, there are some times when when I get super geeky and talk about technology. Uh, There are some times when I talk about just nothing but about my my health and and my physical routine you know what am i what am i eating you know how did i do when i went to this party i man i ate everything in sight and this is why i feel like i did this and what am i going to do about it uh, there are episodes that are all about how many steps I walked that day and what my goals were for walking, you know, uh, you know, what my goals were in for intentional physical activity for the next day and and how I'm going to accomplish those goals. There's talk about scheduling. There's talk about running my business. There's talks there. I mean, it covers everything. And for those who are GSPN.TV plus members who have access to all of the episodes back in the archives, and the ones who have listened to them, there are some episodes in there that are quite shocking that I put out as well. Uh, some that if I had time, I'd probably go and rip offline, especially since I've made it relatively easy uh, for people to to get access to those materials, um, even without being a Plus member. Uh, and Because and, we, we moved a lot of things over to the Honor system back on January 1st of this year just to uh, put a little bit more margin in my life and to make things a little bit less complicated as far as follow-up and administration is concerned. And so, um, so yeah, there, there, why are people listening to nearly 500 episodes of just stream of conscious thought? And there are a couple things that I can think of. Uh, first and foremost, it, I think that people... Um, are intrigued by the amount of just open authenticity of of what I share there. I I, I don't bring everything to the microphone. I don't want you to think that. I I don't believe in using your um I don't believe in using your your podcast as a as a form of therapy for yourself to, to where you're sitting there and just sharing your problems and and stuff like that. And I've certainly had some problems that I faced over the course of the last five and a half years that I've been podcasting and and I have not brought all of that to the podcast. Although there have been two, maybe three episodes out of the 500 that eh, kind of crossed the border, I think, of, of, of going to the podcast with, you know, just almost a, as in a, a, in a little personal therapy session, uh, sharing a little bit too much. But for the most part, um, I don't really hold back what I share there. I mean, I, I share... I've shared very detailed financial information. I've shared uh, medical information. I've shared 
I share a lot about who I am. I, I, sh- I probably share more about my life and what and who I am as a person in that episode, or I'm sorry, in that podcast, Pursuing a Balanced Life, than in any other show that I've ever produced and probably more than what most people would ever feel comfortable sharing. And so I think a lot of people are really interested in the the authenticity. And, and the, I believe what I've been hearing over the last several years is is that the the connection there is people feel like they can relate. Um, for example, I'll, I'll share with you. I had I had been struggling with uh, an issue with uh, with a particular family member, uh, not my wife or my kids, but a, a particular family member, and and a and a strained relationship that I have there, and and something that cuts pretty deep down into my heart, and and I shared some frustrating thoughts, and I shared some thoughts that, to be honest with you, I'm not all that proud of, and. And 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 I shared this in a very real way, and and to be honest with you, I ended up, I, I, and and this is the most embarrassing thing. I, I think I actually end up ended up I cried in that episode, and um, and and the thing is, is I I put that episode out. Now, of course, it wasn't for everybody. It was only our plus members who had access to it. But I put that episode out, and I remember thinking I should take that down. I I, I should take that down. I shouldn't have put that out there. And it's always been those type of episodes, the ones that I think I should take that down, that always get generated the most feedback. And I'm talking about not just the most feedback, oh, Cliff, I'm so glad that you shared that, or, you know, hey, I'm praying for you. It's, it's generated the most feedback that was kind of like life-changing feedback for some people. It's like, wow, I, I want to tell you something. I've been dealing with a similar situation with a certain relationship in my life, and I really honestly thought I was the only person in the world who ever had those kind of thoughts. And I can't tell you how much it means to me that you were willing to share that because I don't feel, I don't feel as bad as I did before. I, and and in, a, in a way, seeing things from your perspective, seeing you know, completely outside of my own situation, I was able to see things from a different light. And then all of a sudden it, it made me think about things from this perspective. And I don't know, and and so as I'm sitting here thinking of all the things I want to share, and of course this is an email from a listener, the things I want to share with you, here are some, some insights that I think that might help. And what's amazing is everything that I'm thinking of or I've thought of here that's going, that I believe would help you in, 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 in managing this aspect of your relationship, I realize for the first time that I should be, I should take this advice myself and apply it. And in fact, before I even wrote this to you, I've already started to, and it's already improved some of the situation. Obviously, not all of it, but but it certainly is making a difference. And I just want to thank you for sharing that episode. I it, there's something about being authentic, about being the real person, the real who you are, and it's one of my favorite things about. Um, about podcasting is that, you know, you don't have to get the approval of a program director when you're, when you launch a podcast, you can just put out a podcast about anything you want. Now is, I'm going to tell you right now, doing a general podcast that does not have a niche focus, can that show be successful? Well, it all comes down to what do you call success? And, and you know what, for me, success is, is actually based upon the show. 
podcast answer man, the success of this show is completely different than the definition of success for pursuing a balanced life. The success of 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 um, of um, podcast answer man is to help build a reputation and a brand and a name for myself in the podcast world. Uh, to to to. The, the goal here, success means that when the topic of podcasting comes up, this podcast, I hope, puts myself in a situation where if podcasting comes up in a conversation, the name Cliff Ravenscraft usually is somewhere brought up in that conversation anywhere in the world. Now, obviously, you know, that, that's, that's been happening quite a bit and it's happening more and more frequently. And, and I will not stop talking about podcasting. I will not stop producing this show as far as I can see into the foreseeable future. And, and if obviously, God willing, uh, I will not stop this show until every single person on the face of this planet, when they think of podcasting, the name Cliff Ravenscraft is at least somewhere tied to uh, that that thought, that topic, so that that you know, if they're looking for answers or they're looking for advice or they're looking for some kind of inspiration in the area of podcasting, that that they will turn to me. Now, obviously, that's a big, huge goal, right? But it's it's something that I can see that I am achieving and moving towards on a regular, consistent basis. Now, when it comes to pursuing a balanced life. Uh, and by the way, Podcast Answer Man, I will tell you that I do have a desire to see the size of my audience grow. That is that is actually something that is a desire. Uh, I don't check. I still do not check my stats uh, frequently. I did, however, log into Libsyn and I looked at my stats for pursuing a balanced life, uh, mostly because I was looking for stats on uh, Hunger Games and then I happened to see the stats for Podcast Answer Man. And I am very excited to say that there are twice as many podcasts uh, listeners today than there were six months ago. Uh, so I have doubled my audience here of Podcast Answer Man. And for those of you who are brand new listeners within the last six months, some of you just listening today for your very first time, welcome. So excited to have you here. I, by the way, I'd love you. I would, I would, ah, I would almost give my left leg just to have you join my Podcast Answer Man mailing list. I, I just want to say that. Uh, and by the way, uh, Robert says, uh, he's in our chat room, he says, that's me, just listening for the first time. Join my uh, mailing list, uh, go to podcastanswerman.com, there's a there's a little opt-in uh, box where you can put your name and email address over at podcastanswerman.com in the right-hand corner. That would be awesome. But anyway, uh, so people are listening uh, and, and, and the, the subscriber numbers are going up and that's some of the goals here. And that's how I define success. But for pursuing a balanced life, this is a very successful show. And, and, and this, the way I define success for pursuing a balanced life, this very general non niche topic, although, you know, I kind of did focus it on a niche of, of people who are pursuing balance in their life, but still it's very general in, in the type of topics that I cover. But uh, the success is not the size of the audience. And, and in fact, I, I don't even know what the numbers are for that show, but I, I'm guessing that it's somewhere between 1,500 to 2,000 people uh, that are listening to that show after five and a half years, okay? So it, obviously, the size of that audience is, is not, you know, does not determine the success of that show. What determines the success of that show for me is that I continually am releasing content because one of the reasons I created that show 
was for myself to put out some some things that I want to be held accountable for. And and for those who are listening to my my Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast, I give people the permission to gently if they feel like they've connected with me enough and they have enough of a relationship with me, uh, that to gently remind me or ask me how things are going when I've set goals for myself and I've shared those goals with my community. And if you don't hear me talk about those goals and how I'm achieving those goals over a period, a certain period of time, gently send me an email asking me how things are going. I, and so for me, I consider it success when I get an email saying, hey, Cliff, I haven't heard you talk about how you're doing as far as your your weigh-ins each week, you know, and, and you you had set a goal to be at, you know, to lose so many pounds by this date and so many pounds by this date. How's that going? You know, and, and I consider that to be success, you know, because that's one of the reasons why I create that podcast. I want to put myself out there. I want to tell the world what I'm, what goals I'm setting for myself, where I'm at in my journey in life and sharing who I am. And I want to build relationships with people. And I consider it to be success, uh, that show to be a success. If at least once a month, I get an email from somebody that listens to Pursuing a Balanced Life that says, thank you for doing this show. And in fact, let me, um, let me just uh, go here real quick to pursuingabalancedlife.com. And so this is how I know that, that Pursuing a Balanced Life is a complete success because if I go to Pursuing a Balanced Life episode number 500 and I pull up the comments, I go here and I see the comment that Byron left on the show notes. He says, Cliff, I've recently, recently been struggling with finding an overall life balance that I feel comfortable with on a consistent basis. As I headed out on a bike ride up the hills tonight, I fired up episode number 500 of Pursuing a Balanced Life. Your, what you shared was very therapeutic. Your words resonated with me and provided me some much needed clarity. Thank you for taking the time to both record, produce, and publish, and share your personal thoughts. Very sincerely, Byron. See, now, for me, that is how I define success. So is it possible to create a show that is very random, that doesn't have a niche focus, and have it be a huge success? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, do I consider, you know, the fact that, that you know, out of all the episodes, after 500 episodes, only four people have so far commented that they've listened to all 500. Does that affect how I view the success of the show? Not at all. Not at all. In fact, I don't expect anybody to go and listen to all 500 episodes of that show. But, but, but the purpose of that show is for me to share who I am and what's going on in my life in, a, in hopes that sometimes it will entertain people that sometimes what I share, what I've learned in my life will help educate others, uh, that, that, I, that the things that I accomplish in life, the things that I get excited about doing that have happened, the things that God's brought into my life, I pray that it can be a source of encouragement to others who are still struggling to try to make some breakthroughs in the things that they're doing in their life. And then, of course, I hope that that people see some of the risks that I'm consistently trying to force myself into taking and and that when they see me succeed and sometimes even when they hear that I fail uh, when I take a risk, I hope that overall I'm consistently moving forward in a way that inspires people to make changes and take risks 
in their own journey, especially when it comes to following their purpose in life and and also in seeking uh, out, you know, to do the things that they feel are they're led to do by God. So, you know, for me, that's what can I consider to be success. And my friends, that's why I believe people are listening to pursuing a balanced life. And by the way, you get very, you know, some people come here every week and they're looking for the Q&A. They're looking for the technical details. You know, this is podcast answer, man. I come here, I, I expect to hear questions about technology, the technical details of podcasting, and I expect to hear your answers. That's what this show is all about. And you're right, for the most part, that's mostly what this show is about. Um, but there are times when I just want to share other things. Uh, and, and, and occasionally I do share what's going on in, in my thoughts related to my business and how I'm running things here. And, uh, you know, but, but the, the, the thing is, is I realized that a lot of people, they just like, Hey, just get to the point here. Get what's the question. What's the answer. Let me move on my way. And so I, I, because of that, a lot of the inner workings of the behind the scenes, what's going on, my thought processes about how I make business decisions and how I've, you know, from somebody who has no experience in running a business prior to two and a half years ago, uh, how I came to think about certain aspects of my business. And and I'll tell you what, there's a ton of information in those episodes. And, and I believe, honestly, I believe there's a gold mine of, of valuable valuable information. I, I I would say I probably, if I had the time myself to go back and, and pull out, um, just if I could have time to go through and review the archives and just edit out some sound bites here and there and put together some, some commentary, you know, put out commentary audio editions, I could create audio products that would probably generate as much as $50,000 next year if I decided to just, you know, pull out the archives and share the thing, you know, business insights that I've learned by sharing my life online. And here's what I shared in, in January of 2008. And here's, here's me. Here's the clip. You know, cue up the flashback and do a, you know, I could even do the, uh, the little swoosh. Uh, I don't even know if, do I have my swoosh? Where's my swoosh? Oh, here it is. I could even do the little swoosh back and forth. But I, the thing is, I've learned so much valuable information and there's just a gold mine there. So I think there's so much value in that. And that's why people are listening. And And I'm not, this is not a commercial, by the way. But if you're interested, go check out episode 500 of Pursuing a Balanced Life. And if you really, you know, and if you were interested in really listening to this epi- this podcast, not that I'm sure that you are, but uh, if you are, if you wanted my advice on where to start, it certainly wouldn't be episode one, all right? But here's where I would recommend somebody start. I, I would recommend going to pursuingabalancedlife.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on previous entries, scroll down on the bottom of the page and click on previous and uh, uh, actually, no, I think I think you only need to do it once. I just missed it. And I'm looking for the podcast episode. Actually, you know what? I think you might only have to do it once as I'm recording this. But uh, bear with me because I am looking. Oh, you know what? It is. Uh, you have to do it once. Episode 483. All right. Episode number 483 of Pursuing a Balanced Life. The title is The Dark Days of December 2010. And I want to tell you that that's one of those episodes where I am full out 
in a in an emotional major downswing. I was sick for two weeks and I had lost my virtual assistant that I had been building a relationship for a year, um, you know, and I just came off of a massive high as far as the most amount of money I've ever made in my business. And wow, I was just knocked off my feet and felt horrible and really kind of in a place where after two weeks of being sick, I kind of lost all hope and 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 lost all all inspiration, all motivation. It was complete. I was drained. I was empty. And that was called the dark days of December 2010. If you listen to episode 483 and just move forward. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I tell you, it's it, it. I think it would make a good uh, I think it'd make a good um uh, reality TV show, or I, I do. Anyway, let's move forward with some other things. Uh, let's get to some questions, by the way. Uh, we're going to turn to uh, Jason, who has some questions about his two Griffin iMic USB Hi, sound Chris, cards. This is Jason Piles. I'm calling from uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. And this is uh, a question for the podcast Answer Man. I'm just calling because I, I recently uh, purchased package number five from you, and I just love it. The equipment, the equipment is exceptional, and right now I'm calling on this cell phone, but um, it's really in, improved my sound <laughs> drastically. But I just had a quick question. When when I hook up the uh, external uh, USB sound cards, I have two Griffin iMic sound cards. Um, I'm, I'm not seeing how I can configure it so, um, you know, I can send it out to the various places like uh, Skype, and my audio clips, because when I go in to my Mac OS X version 10.5.8, when I go in there um, to the system preferences and then sound, it, it appears as though I can only choose, you know, the sound, um, the, the sound card, and, and that's kind of it. Um, I was under the impression that I could choose um, on each individual thing, like my sound bite software, where I could go into the preferences and pick the sound card. And then on Skype, I thought I could go into the preferences. But I'm having trouble doing that. And I figured, um, obviously, you do it successfully, so I just wondered if you could uh, help me out with that. Uh, thanks so much for your time, and uh, keep up the great work. All right, so Jason, first and foremost, thank you very much for buying Podcast Answer Man package number five, and I'm very delighted to say that Jason's also going to be in my podcasting A to Z July course that starts Monday, July 11th. I really encourage people to head over to podcastanswerman.com slash A to Z, especially if you've listened, if you have listened to more than five episodes of Podcast Answer Man and you have not yet launched your first podcast episode, Will you do me a favor? Head over to podcastanswerman.com slash A to Z. Watch the video. Read all the information about that class. And then email me and tell me why you haven't signed up already. Seriously, come on. So um, anyway, Jason, to answer your question, you've got the you got your two Griffin iMics, which by the way are not a part of Podcast Answer Man package number five, but they're very inexpensive, and you can get them on Amazon or pretty much just about anywhere, unless you're in Canada, <laughs> as my friends in Canada will tell you, uh, they're they're very difficult to get or you, they can be gotten, but but it's not as easy. Anyway, um, 
but seriously, here's here's the situation. So you plug in your two iMics, uh, your two Griffin iMic USB sound cards, and what's going to happen if you go into your Apple icon and you click on preference system preferences, and then you click on sound, and then you click on output, and you will see that number one, you're going to see that you have two identical uh, USB sound cards, and it's going to be very 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 difficult for you to figure out which which one is which and you cannot find it out and then change the name of one of them so that that it becomes more unique and if anybody knows how to do that without hacking things uh, I would love to know but uh, so you're, so you're gonna see two of them in there so what I would recommend is is uh, that you plug one of them in first all right and get it configured now what he wants to be able to do is he wants to be able to send audio clips out of his soundbite uh, thing, like kind of, kind of like um, uh, this right here. So he wants to be able to do that out of his um, soundbite. He wants to be able to send his audio clips out of that software. So here's what you're going to do, uh, Jason. You're going to open up your soundbite software, and when soundbite is open, what you want to do is click on soundbite. And then you want to click on, uh, let's see here, action, file, soundbite, um, services. Nope, 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 nope. Bear with me because I know it's in here. Oh, no, there it is. It is preferences. It's right there. So click on soundbite, click on preferences, okay? And then once you do that, you should get a pop-up menu. And then you're going to see sound output device, all right, and then you're going to see two iMics in there if you have both of them plugged in, or you're going to see one plugged in, all right? Now, what I would recommend that you do is go ahead and open up your system sound preferences with just one plugged in, all right? And then you're going to plug in um, the cabling uh, to the speaker output of that iMic for the one that you want to bring into your mixer for sound clips from SoundBite. And then, of course, in the drop-down menu of the sound output device of your soundbite preferences pane, uh, you're going to choose the only iMic device that's in there. There's only going to be one, so choose that one. And from that point, then you can just click OK. And once you click OK, from now on, when you send, when you press a button like uh, this. Hey everybody, this is Gary Vaynerchuk and you're listening to the podcast Answer Man. That's going to be sending that audio out of soundbite through that iMic into your mixer. All right, so now the next thing he wants to do is he wants to um, is once he wants to use Skype to bring the audio out of Skype in from the other Griffin iMic and then also to bring audio from the auxiliary output of the mixer into the line in of the other Griffin iMic. So this is where keeping the sound preference pane, the system sound preference pane open is very helpful. So what you do is you open that up, click on the output tab, and you're going to see that, and go ahead and highlight your, the one that's already plugged in. And then what I want you to do is then plug in the other Griffin USB audio system iMic. And what you're going to see is it's going to show another one in the list. Chances are it's going to be, it's going to be the second one down. All right, and, and you'll see it added as the second one down, depending on whether or not you've already had them both installed and, and it's configured it the other way. But chances are it's going to be the second one down. Well, then what you're going to do is you're going to load up Skype, okay? 
And then you're going to click on Skype up in the menu, click on Preferences, and then what you want to do is click on Audio slash Video, all right? And then for Microphone, you're going to click the drop down, and now you will choose the second iMic USB audio system option, you know, assuming that that's the one that showed up when it came in. And of course, um, you're you're also going to change uh, speakers to the drop down of the second USB audio system. All right. And just a little tip and point out there for folks. Uh, one of the things I do is I go to the notifications tab and uh, I make sure that I go through all the events and shut off all the sounds so that that it doesn't ever ring when people call and doesn't do all that other annoying stuff while you're recording your podcast. So um, anyway, so those are just some tips. So basically, that's how you do this. And how you can confirm this is now you can actually go and, um, you know, call the Skype test call service and then you can adjust the slider on your mixer for the for the channel that that's supposed to be coming in on and if if all of a sudden that little british sounding you know Skype female voice comes through and her voice goes up and down when you're pulling the slider up and down then you know that you configured it properly um, and of course the same thing is true on your sound bites you know find yourself uh, some sound bite like music like this and turn it up and down, and if it turns up and down on the line that you want it to come in on, then you know that it is working correctly. And of course, um, on your how can you confirm whether or not your audio is working with uh, with the auxiliary output going to Skype? Well, you could do a Skype call test call service, or you can actually call a friend. It's easier if you just call a friend. So, uh, you know, pull out your pull out your lifeline, phone a friend. And then what you want to do is is you want to adjust the auxiliary output. Let's just say if you're sending it from auxiliary channel two, well, take your aux two volume from your microphone and call somebody and then say, hey, I'm going to count to 10. And I want you to tell me if you hear me say all all 10 numbers. And so count to 10, count to 10. And then like when you're purposely when you're doing the even numbers, Turn the aux channel all the way, or the aux volume all the way down. And when you turn, when you say the odd numbers, turn the aux volume all the way, or not all the way up, but up to twelve o'clock or whatever. And then, and then say, hey, did you hear all the numbers, or did you hear only the odd numbers? All right. Now, if they say I only heard the odd numbers, I didn't hear you say any of the even numbers, then you know you have it configured properly. Now, I know that was very complicated to share in an audio form, but hopefully that all made sense, Jason. And uh, again, looking forward to having you in the July podcasting A to Z course. All right. um, Real quick, we got one more question. And uh, this one's coming in from Bill about the iRig uh, iMic system. Hi, Cliff. This is a question for the podcast answer man. This is Bill Hutchison from the YM Podcast at ympodcast.com. I was actually just had a quick question for you um, about a device I was looking at for doing interviews. I have an i uh, see an iPod Touch 4G, and I was looking for microphone options for it because the built-in one is okay, but it's not great. And I was looking at the iRig mic. Sells for about sixty dollars on Amazon, and I was just wondering if you had any experience with it, and what your recommendation is for doing um, using such on a um, on an iPod Touch. Thank you. 
Oh, I don't know what happened to the dropout of the audio, but that was in the recording. I was thinking, oh my goodness, what's going on with my system here? No, um, so yeah, I'm going to, basically what I'm doing here real fast is I'm looking up an episode of Podcast Answer Man that I did previously, and I just want to refer you back to it, and uh, I'll tell you what, uh, let me go ahead and pause real quick, and I'll find that, and I'll be right back. Okay, I found it. It's episode number 207 of Podcast Answer Man. And uh, matter of fact, you can even just read it here. It says, Alesis has announced the IODoc Pro audio dock for the iPad. The spec shows that it will do blah, 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 blah. Would I consider using this for my own shows? I'll just say that I'm highly skeptical at this point. I admittedly am an Apple snob. I love my Apple products. However, with that said, I haven't had... I've had enough spinning beach balls on my Mac computers to keep me from ever wanting to rely on software on my computer to record my shows on anything other than a dedicated device that is designed to do nothing more than record professional audio. The iOS system, whether it be an iPad or an iPod Touch in this case, is actually more buggy than the Mac operating system. App crashes on the iPhone and iPad are quite are, are quite commonplace, and I would imagine that those who would rely on this device as their only method for recording the audio for their show, or in this case interviews, will actually see a higher percentage of episodes completely lost than those who are recording to their computers. So, uh, Bill, to answer your question, I do not have any experience with the IK uh, multimedia iRig microphone system, uh, I, unfortunately. I'm sure that for the price, I th- what is it, like 50, 60 bucks? I'm sure for the price, it's, it's going to be, it's going to sound fine. And provided that the app doesn't crash on you and, and that you don't run into any problems, I'm sure it's going to sound just fine. However, with that being said, now I don't know about the iPod Touch, but I know on the iPhone, even all the way back to the very first generation iPhone, the microphones on the iPhone are out of this world awesome. And so I would say that you probably don't even need an iRig. All you need is an iPod, uh, as long as it's got a built-in microphone. Uh, if you have the latest generation, I believe it does. And I think you could. I think you'd probably just save yourself this the sixty bucks and and just record into Griffin iTalk. It's going to cost you a dollar ninety nine. And uh, to give you an idea of how that sounds, let me pull up some audio for you. All right, this right here is episode 499 of Pursuing a Balanced Life. And this right here is me recording into my iPhone just using the built-in mic. And I think it's almost the same mic that's built into the latest version of the iPod. But this is what it sounds like. Another episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life. This is episode number 499. Recording this on Wednesday evening, June 1st, 2011. It's about 11 o'clock. Okay, so you can hear the audio quality there. It sounds pretty clear, and if I was out doing an interview, it would sound just fine. Uh, Now, there's a big difference between that and this, which is episode 500. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life. Cliff Ravenscraft here, and this is episode number 500. Oh, my goodness, I cannot believe it. It's episode number 500. All right, so there you go. That is uh, episode 500, and of course, you can see that uh, that there's certainly a difference in, in audio quality, but I think that it's going to be just fine. Um, I'm noticing here that my live broadcast real quickly has uh, 
stop. So I'm resetting that. Uh, and I am now back for those who are watching live. But anyway, um, yeah, my, my personal feeling is that if you're going to go for something and you're not going to be spending the money on something like a Roland R-05 digital audio recorder um, or, you know, or a professional quality, you know, broadcast microphone uh, for interviews, which it would be the Electro Voice RE50, the RE50 microphone, Um if you're not going to go that route, I would just use the internal built-in uh, microphone that's built into your latest generation iPod Touch. Now, if you are using the an older generation of iPod Touch without the built-in microphone, would I recommend getting that for 60 bucks? I wouldn't recommend it, but I'm sure uh, that, that it's going to be better than nothing. So that's my opinion and my thoughts, uh, and I hope that helps. Uh, real quickly here, I want to let you know that I... Uh, basically, you know what I could probably do? I'm going to go ahead and cue up my music. This is going to force me to end the show in three minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, but I want to let you know that I, uh, just recently did a blog post that I spent probably about four and a half, maybe five hours on, uh, last week I shared, uh, that I was moving my email list provider from MailChimp over to Aweber. I even shared a little bit about why I had made that decision, but even still, I had some other people ask me, for more detailed information about exactly what it was and why am I going from MailChimp over to Aweber. And uh, I decided to create a very lengthy blog post that not only is it going to answer that question, but it's one of those blog posts that I know uh, because of the way that it's written, the way that it's titled, I know that it's going to generate a lot of traffic from Google as well. So it, it made a lot of sense for me to spend the amount of time that I did to write it. If you want to check it out, it's called, um, let's see, uh, what is it called? It, well, it's at podcastanswerman.com slash Aweber, A-W-E-B-E-R, by the way, podcastanswerman.com slash A-W-E-B-E-R. And uh, it's called MailChimp versus Aweber Email Marketing, Why I Switched. All right. Very long post, but uh, it gives you some details. Not only why I switched, but why I'm a, why why mailing lists are so important to me. In fact, there's a there's information about how my very first my very first wait a second that first email yeah that's right no yes okay I, I was just looking at the numbers it's like wait a second. That very first enter, uh, email that I ever sent only went out to 131 people, and I share how that generated over $10,000 in income within six days of sending out that first message. Uh, so there's information about that. Uh, I talked about better uh, opt-in forms, and of course, I give a, a, a picture just uh, showing that. And of course, I even show at the bottom of my post how an opt-in email form could even uh, fit right into the bottom of a blog post. And so very exciting stuff. I have made the switch. It has, I, I tell you what, it's already paying off. Let's just put it this way. It's already paying off in multiple ways. My open rate on my most recent email that I sent out is out of this world. Um, it's uh, been less than 24 hours. Uh, it, in fact, it won't be 24 hours until it's actually been 14 hours. In 14 hours, I'm already over 63% open rate, uh, and I would imagine that I'm probably going to get approximately about 80 or 90% open rate for this message that I sent out, and especially with some different ways that I'm I'm doing things. So, very excited. 
Uh, if you want to read that blog post, it's a lengthy one, but uh, well thought out. I ch- encourage you to check it out. 30 seconds left. I want to tell you again, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash A to Z. I put some uh, links to some examples of people's first episodes, sixth episodes, third episodes, 11th episodes, and one person's 60th episode. These are all people who took my podcasting A to Z course, and those links to those sample episodes are on podcastanswerman.com slash A to Z. God bless you all. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.